Okay, Andy, one day I'm going to tell you how many times I've had to record these segments and you're going to be like, that's woeful and you get paid to do this for a living. But I left all my fancy equipment at work. I've only got the essentials here that I can use. Okay, this is actually the fifth take that I've done, which is really shocking seeing as I'm a broadcasting professional, but there we go. It's day one of internment in my lovely room in South London. Um, I have very mild symptoms, but at the moment everyone just has to do their bit. Um, I'm going to try and do this in one take because I do keep coughing. Okay, so um, I did just stop the tape and my upstairs neighbour started hitting the floor just a second ago, so I don't really know what's going to happen, but we're going to find out. Um, I'm just going to tell you about some music I've been listening to. So I was supposed to sing in a Beethoven 9 in just under a month and got the cancellation for that today. I mean, that was a really big surprise, but I did learn Beethoven 9 from memory just the chorus and that's like 18 minutes but like really you sing like five minutes worth of music but still you know how bad my memory is and that took a lot of time so I'll listen to some Beethoven so we're gonna hear that right now and um there we go anyway I did just say that I've learned Beethoven from memory that is a blatant lie now that I'm listening to it again um I did manage to sing it at the last rehearsal from memory so that's as pretty much as close to memory as I ever get. Um, so, you know, that's an achievement in itself. Anyway, how great is Beethoven 9? Uh, just magnificent. Anyway, the next piece I want to play you is by Sibelius, and it's a piano piece. What? I hear you say? Sibelius wrote piano music? Now, actually, now that I think about that, you probably already knew that, because you're much smarter than me. But I listened to this on repeat in Morocco, like, over and over and over again. And it's just a, sorry, <coughs> perfect combination of, like, super sad and super happy at the same time. And it just makes me feel, it just strikes exactly the right chord of how I've been feeling lately. So I want to hear you, you I, I want to play it for you. Um, and I also think it's just the most amazing recording. So I just listened to my levels and they're shocking, but that's also because I'm recording on this app called Anchor, which doesn't really give me much, con much control, <coughs> much control. Um, but yeah, what did you think of that? I want to know what you thought of that. So tell me, um, oh, I just love Sibelius. So kind of sticking with the theme and now going to another pianist, Wittinger Olufsen, and this is his reworked Philip Glass music that he did with the string quartet. I can't remember their names right now. I'm really sorry. That's really rude. Um, I've always listened to Philip Glass when I'm studying and I just find him really soothing and I really love Wittinger's playing. And I think this is just super interesting, especially after his last album, or first album, which was all Bach. Um, I'm sure you've seen this through work, um, but again, it's just exactly what you want when you feel like the world is ending. Do you know what I love about this 
app is that it keeps asking me if I want to add a sponsored segment. Like, this is going to make me any money whatsoever, which I find quite hysterical. But anyway, um, there you go. What did you think of that? Um, I love asking these rhetorical questions that you never, that you just have no right of reply with. Um, the next thing that I'm going to play is from The Impossible, the movie. Um, oh, I can't pronounce his last name. I don't have his notes in front. The notes in front of me, uh, Velázquez, I want to say. But I also feel like that's a painter that I saw in Madrid, which is like really not accurate. Um, but the reason I love this is, oh, what am I doing? I'm trying to do two things at once, Andy, and it's not working. Um, the reason that I want to play this is because my mum gave me this DVD once when I went back from Brisbane and was like, oh, this, this movie is great. You're going to love it. And I think, I can't remember what was happening at the time, but I was like really upset about something. And then the movie is about the Bali, like the tsunami and people in Indonesia getting stuck and like losing their family. And then you see Naomi Watts' leg like cut open and it's like really queasy um and then I remember just being like hysterically upset on a Sunday night and calling my mom and she was like well I didn't mean for you to watch it immediately anyway with all that being said it's a great movie it's well worth it probably not worth watching now at the end of days but um the music however is really extraordinary and quite calming um this is at the end of the movie so it probably gives you a sign that you know some of the story is happy but I really like it. Do you see what I mean? Velacquez. It is Velacquez. That is his name. I'm not getting confused with some Spanish medieval painter. Anyway, um, it, I just never heard of him before and that really took me by surprise. I put that in a program for Saturday Night Movies called Based on a True Story. So obviously Corona, what is it? Contagion. Not putting contagion in anytime soon. But, you know, one day this will be funny. Anyway, um, I got two bangers to finish on for you, Andy. I know how much you love brass, obviously, because all the best people in your life are brass players. Um, this is Elsa's Procession to the Cathedral, which I don't think actually is the title because it's just actually out of Lohengrin, right? But um, someone very clever took this bit out and arranged it for brass. Of course they did, because what could make Wagner better? More brass instruments. You totally agree. Don't argue with me. Here you go. Okay, I just listened to a recording of that and I sounded way too snarky. But that's um, Elsa's procession to the cathedral. <coughs> arranged for brass. Um, just oh, really gave me... A lot of feelings today, and I know how much you love brass players. I just say that again, just in case you forgot. Um, next, this one really took me by surprise today. I was at work, I was sitting on my couch, and I saw on Facebook that Classic FM had put up this video of the boys of St. Cathedral Choir, St. Paul's Cathedral Choir, sorry, um, just talking about, um, what's going on in the world and how they just wanted to record a little video to send out to 
make anyone feel a little bit better. And then quite, not by surprise, I've been crying for like a week. But anyway, but it was just another um, instance where I just sat on my couch and cried. Um, I'm not particularly religious, but sometimes I think the guys who wrote hymns just really know what they're doing. And and I was in Cambridge earlier this year, and to hear them in the actual venue was just extraordinary. But so it's not quite the same, but yeah, this actually did make me feel hopeful. It's called Lord of All Hopefulness too. Okay, I'm trying this again. Um, a, you can hear my housemate cutting um, vegetables in the background, poor thing, because I have symptoms. He has to also stay home for 14 days, so that's a way to build a friendship. Um, yeah, that's a little snapshot of my day, five pieces of music. I'm also going to tell you five things that made me happy when I thought about them today. One, nacho cheese Doritos. It's probably going to be on the list all 14 days, but I enjoy thinking about them. Two, the smell of cut grass. You remember when you were a kid and your dad or mum in your family, but in my family, definitely my dad, cut the grass and then you'd go and lie in it? And sometimes it might have rained a couple of days before and it's just like that smell. Anyway, that makes me happy and I was thinking, I was trying to remember what that smelled like today. Three, you'll never have had this, but my dad's homemade um, sauce that he puts with steaks got Worcestershire in it. I know that for a fact. I He's told me what else he puts in it, but I always forget. But I thought about that. Um, I also thought about how I felt when I first heard the quartet at the end of Rigoletto for the first time when I arrived at the Opera House and how thrilling it was. And you know what? In the three years since, I don't think I've had anything that's topped it. It was just really just something else so what was yours have you got like a moment like that because that's definitely stayed with me and then I thought about my best meal you see how all of this is food related <laughs> um my best meal and it was like three weeks into my Italian trip when I first got here and it was a pizza and a beer in this piazza in Naples there was football on the screen I want to say football instead of soccer because someone will get in trouble I'll get in trouble from someone um and there were all these people yelling and I had no idea what was going on and I've never felt so away from it all and free from anything it was just amazing (laughs) 